Welcome to Explore the Word. I trust you're off to a great week and things are going well for you. This episode we're going to look at uh, Psalms 23 and the shepherd and just have a little analysis of it in the eyes of a pastor uh, making an application you could say. When the Lord called me to pastor Legacy Baptist Church, he called me to be the under-shepherd. The Lord is the shepherd. I am but his servant. The word shepherd is found 45 times in the Bible, and it means to tend to, to rule, to pastor. Shepherding is one of the oldest occupations on the face of the earth. Some scholars' research has said over 6,000 years of shepherding. And shepherds live apart from society as they were with the sheep. You know, you can't live with the people in the city if you're living on the hillside with the sheep. <clears throat> it was a largely a nomadic lifestyle, uh, very solitary. Uh, when you had a son back in the day of Psalm 23, uh, you weren't thinking, oh, I really hope he becomes a shepherd. Like That wasn't a great career choice, all right? It wasn't a job you wished for. You might have had to do it, but it wasn't something you wished for. I'm going to read for you Psalm 23. The first couple of verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for my name's sake, or for his name's sake. The... Psalm 23 is extremely popular. I mean, it's very well known. And I understand the chapter is without a doubt referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. But as I said a few moments ago, there's a great application that can be applied with the under-shepherd. His place, you know, he leadeth me in verse 2. I'm so blessed and encouraged to know the Lord is leading me as I face situations and struggles and things I can't figure out. I understand at those moments my need of the the great shepherd so much in my life. And as the shepherd of this congregation, my place is to lead the church. I have responsibility to lead this church in the right way. The word leadeth in in this verse conveys the idea of sustain and guide gently on. The shepherd is not rude, not nasty to his sheep. He's there to guide them gently on to the pasture, gently on to the next valley, gently on to that river uh, and get that cool, refreshing water, just gently leading. I'm so glad my shepherd gently leads me through my life, and he is then an example to me as I should lead this congregation, Legacy Baptist Church. I have a friend of mine who is now with the Lord, but... She told me the story of her dad when she was growing up had a lot of sheep. He was a shepherd. And and she challenged me on the idea that we often hear that sheep are really dumb. Uh, She said, she corrected that term. She said, stubborn and strong, yes, but dumb, no. And isn't that a true statement of a lot of us? We're really stubborn and strong about things we want to do. Uh... But at any rate, she told me how the sheep would follow her dad anywhere because he was the shepherd and he guided them and led them to places they need to go. And one night, her dad had to take care of some wolves that were trying to get amongst the flock. 
and he got his rifle and then started off into the low-lying hills uh, next to the farm. And he headed into the woods, and he had this sense that he was being followed. I think we've all had that in occasion. And he turned around, and he saw the sheep following him. The sheep saw the shepherd, and they're like, yeah, we follow him. Now, he did bring them home. <laughs> but at any rate, the sheep follow the shepherd. Now, my desire is that I would lead the church in the right way and, and encourage you to be involved as much as possible in the service of our Savior, of our Great Shepherd. I'll cheer you on in, in what you're facing and pray for you as you go through the valleys of sickness that uh, encourage you in each step you take and rejoice with you when it's time to rejoice. And I just want to be that same kind of leader that the, that the Good Shepherd is who gently leads us. Jude 22, I, I love that verse. It says, And some having compassion making a difference. I'll be honest, I want to make a difference for Jesus Christ. And and, and as individual believers, as church family, you, you have to make a choice as well. I mean, the greatest choice that we all need to make is for Jesus Christ, to accept Him as our Savior. But you will choose to heed the word that's preached from the pulpit and taught weekly from the church, Legacy Baptist Church. But you make the choice. To serve the Lord. You make that choice. No one else can. But I will encourage you to make that choice. I will lead you the best I can. In verse number uh, 3, he said, Restoreth my soul, he leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You could say that the responsibility of the other shepherd is to do as the shepherd tells him, the great shepherd. So there's a position. He has a position in it. Uh, and I'm to follow the example of the great shepherd. I'm not perfect. I'm human, just like everybody else. Uh, and there's definitely uh, things that I need to work on. And as we go forward as individuals, we all need to work forward and, and to see what the Lord would have for us. And part of my responsibility as that under-shepherd is to restore. Now, I don't make the restoration decisions. You do, but I'm there to aid and help in that. And that word restoreth means to turn back. I can tell you many times, actually I can't tell you all the times, but there's been many times over the years that someone's come to me after a sermon and said, that message really helped me. Uh, and help me see the error of my ways. And I'll be honest, there's been times when I have had another message planned for that Sunday. And the Lord would just not let me preach it in the sense that I did not have peace about it. And then turn around and preach another message. And maybe not my favorite type of message. Maybe uh, I didn't, for lack of a better word, feel it. It wasn't what I was really hoping to do. And then after I preach it, I've had people come to me and say, Pastor, that's exactly what I needed to hear. You don't know how I was struggling with that this weekend. I absolutely did not know. But that Lord was moving in my heart to help you be restored. You know, the great shepherd is always available to his sheep. Now, as the under-shepherd, I can't be everywhere at one time. That's not reality. That's not even possible. But I am here to serve. And don't ever think that you're bothering me with questions or concerns 
you know, the idea is that that's what the Lord has called me to do, to be here, to counsel, to encourage. That's the position. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I get a little grumpy when you don't tell me how things are going, especially the wonderful things. Your child has won an award, or maybe their team has won the championship, and I hear about it three or four days later. I want to hear about it that same day. Text me, let me know. I want to be encouraged. I want to rejoice with you, and I definitely want to be there when you weep as well. Now, we see in this scripture that the shepherd had a rod. Now, the rod never brings a warm and fuzzy feeling, does it? I mean, the rod is meant for correction. And I try to be, try, try to love being corrected, but I'm still working on it. You know, I have responsibility to aid the flock. I, I need to help them see what is wrong and what is correct. To stay out of trouble, help them put it in the right path. And correction is not a pointing of the finger from the pulpit and saying... You're so bad and you know better. No, it, it's a loving correction. The sh- show the person that this is what the truth is. To, to bring that wandering back again. That's so important. That love connection in the sense of, hey, I'm doing this because I love the church. I love you as a part of the flock of God. <clears throat> the, the word staff there, that, uh, that really encourages me to understand that it's there to aid, to, there to help. You know, you have a concern, and I try to help you along with it. Uh, I think of the scriptures when I, I think of the, that staff. It's there to help me to know the truth. You know, a rod as well was used to fight off the wolves. I have a responsibility as an under-shepherd to keep false doctrine out of the fold. I have a job to protect the flock against that and there's so much of it uh, in our world today uh, to keep away from that, that false error and, and teachings can get in there but we need to watch out that's my responsibility to watch out for it I can remember oh this was back in 2010 I moved up from uh, Newfoundland to take uh, Brampton International Baptist Church Pastor Cook had resigned and I took the pastorate there and uh, not long after I arrived I received phone calls from this individual who was acting like him and Pastor Cook were their best of buddies and that Pastor Cook had him in to preach all the time and you know I just didn't feel right about it I, I didn't ever invited him <clears throat> but I never felt right I felt uneasy about it and so I started asking some questions about this individual I'll come to find out that he was a false teacher. He was trying to get in amongst the flock. I assure you, he didn't get in. And after the next phone call, he never phoned again for a preaching engagement. Now, that's the idea that Rod and the staff are just working together to help us uh, to become the flock that God desires, for us to become the church that God desires us to be. You know, the Lord loves us and he cares for us. And his passion is to lead us in the best possible way. The word passion means zeal and eagerness, a fervent desire. That's in John chapter 10, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. In far off Syria, I know today Syria is embroiled in a horrible civil war. It's an extremely dangerous place right now. But for a long time, they still continued to practice 
the calling of a sheep by name. A, uh, I don't know, it was a European or American, North American, uh, was over there, and he really was questioning this ability. Uh, you know, you can call a sheep by name. And uh, he saw a shepherd and asked him if he could do it, and he said yes. And he said, well, call over a couple, prove it to me. So he called over one. Let's call him Carl. I don't know if it was Carl, but let's just say it's Carl. And he said, the shepherd said, Carl. And the sheep stopped eating, looked up, and he came over. He said, come here. And overcame the, the little sheep and looked right up into the shepherd's face. He called another three or four, and they all stopped. And the, the man from away, he was amazed. He said, how can you tell them apart? How can you know that's Carl and that's Jim and that's Bobby over there? How do you know that? He goes, oh, there, no two are alike. Uh, there's that one there has toes are squished in a little bit. Uh, that one there has a squinted eye. And this one over here has a black mark on his nose. And, uh, this one over here has his left leg is a little bit uh, crooked. And you know why the shepherd knew? Because that was his desire to be with the sheep. That was his passion. He loves them. And listen, our Savior loves us. He cares about us. He thinks about us. He provides what's best for us. And Legacy Baptist Church, I love this flock. Outside of the Lord and my family, you are it. I, I love this church. And I believe God can do great things with and through our local church. We just need to be faithfully following his plan. You know, as a pastor, it does sadden my heart. And cause me concern when I see sheep wandering away from the Lord. And in this context, I'm referring to people wandering away from our church and, uh, and getting into things they shouldn't. It's tough to see. I can't stop them, but I can admonish them to follow the Lord. A man was traveling in the east and he found a shepherd again that could call his sheep by name, and he went to the shepherd and asked him, could I put your cloak on and use your rod and try to call the sheep? And the shepherd agreed to this little experiment, to this little test, and so the man called out uh, to the sheep, hey, Bobby, come here. But the whole flock fled away. He looked to the shepherd and said, will none of them follow me when I call them? And the shepherd replied, Yes, sir, some of them will. But the ones that will follow you are the sheep that are sick, and they will follow anyone. Folks, no one loves the sheep like the shepherd, the true shepherd. Let's make sure that in moments where we are hurting, when we are sick, when issues are arising, when there's trouble on our hearts and lives, that we look to the great shepherd. Look to him. Let's not heed the voice of false teachers. Let's heed the voice of the shepherd. I'm humbled to be the pastor of Legacy Baptist Church. I hope you understand uh, my heart for our church and for our church family. Until next time, keep exploring the word look into Jesus.